This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. I think we're doing it. Hey, what's going on? It's the Simon Says Podcast Podcast. Do you remember which buttons to push? I, I, I don't know anything. You know, Get me out of here for a week. In this day and age, a week is like a, a week and three days. Right. So it's, it's, it's rough. So long. Hey, it's podcast number 180, I'm told. It is. You got Sean and Charlie here. Maddie is in the upper northeast fighting the floods. He's in a boat right now. Yeah, he didn't go there to fight the floods, but that's what seems to be happening up in the I New Hampshire-ish him. area. I warned him. That's how they get lobsters in trees, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how many lobsters I caught. Be sure that you subscribe and click a like and tell your friends about the podcast. And I can't believe that people, and I don't—I think you might be one of them, people believe that that's not really Jamie Foxx in those videos. I have been on the edge of my seat waiting to see him looking healthy and walking around, and now he's doing it, and it's not good enough for people. There's just so much mystery around it. And the fact that, you know, they basically, the biggest rumor was that he had a stroke. Yeah. And... Then you see him out, and he's just as lively and happy yeah. and smiling and bouncy and everything as he's ever been. Yeah, smacking golf balls. And you'd think that he would, you know, still need some recovery time. Well, when was it? It was April, right, that he disappeared? I think oh it was gosh, April. has it been that long? So that's, I mean, who knows how many months that's. There's no just, way to find know, out. The very first picture I saw of him, he was seated and he was waving, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, he's still not able to yeah. walk correctly or whatever, but he wants to get out. But then the next thing you know, like you said, he's playing golf and he's yeah. rescuing some lady's purse. And all. it's like, wait a minute. That was a great video. I mean, he's, the story was, and people don't believe it. I don't know why. The story was this lady was visiting her sister. She's, she's helping take care of her sister in Chicago. And they were doing a touristy thing on one of those, uh, those peta carts where yeah. you, you have to pedal it. Um, and she put her purse down while she was taking a picture and gets back on the thing, doesn't even know her purse is missing. When a town car pulls up and a guy that she recognizes gets out of the town car to hand her her purse and it's Jamie Foxx. Why didn't his driver or his assistant or somebody get out and get it? That's a good question, but I like to think that he's just that good a guy. I like to think that it's a photo op and they did it on purpose. But you can't photo op this lady's personal video that she took that she claims she didn't even realize she was taking it because she was so nervous and she, she said, Jamie, are you okay? Are you feeling good? And he goes, yeah, I'm good. I'm strong. And was just like himself. I don't know. Why? It's, it's either set up or it's a clone. It can't be a clone because there was no pooping up your backstage. Because as we've learned. 
Maybe clones grow up really quickly. I don't think like so, Like on man. soap operas when they have a kid and then six months later it's a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Same Dang. thing. Well, look, if there's a way to speed up the cloning process, then we need to get busy. Yeah. Because we've turned down cloning uh, Abraham Lincoln, cloning Elvis, all of these. We didn't get, want to go through the baby stage. We don't want no damn baby Elvis. No. <laughs> I don't want to teach Abraham Lincoln how to talk and walk. I don't want some moody teenager. Exactly. Come on, Abe Lincoln. Get out of the bathroom. You're going to be in there all day. What are you doing, Abe Lincoln? But I think it's the real Jamie Foxx, and I think that he's just that private. I think he's just that. Well, I hope it is, and I hope he is doing this great because I do love a Jamie Foxx. I do, too. Love him, and I want to see that movie that he's doing. It was supposed to be What's-Her-Face? Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz comeback movie, and she was saying in an interview like last week or the week before that she's devastated and has no idea what's going to happen with the movie. Well, and they didn't really tell, like, they've been so private about it, they didn't really tell her what was going on. Meanwhile, Jamie Foxx and his daughter have another game show coming out in addition to Beat Shazam, and he is producing a biography of Luther Vandross. Oh, neat. So he's got work piling up. Yeah. It's not like he's going away. I, it's, it's him. Everything's cool, yeah. man. And then Madonna, who they said this is a bizarre story. You know the story on what happened to her? Well, I know that she got a very serious bacterial infection. That's what they say. And what what else? What do you know well, about it, though? Here's what they said. Madonna was found unresponsive. Basically, they found her dead, and she was given Narcan, and it brought her back to life. Whoa. And Narcan, as you know... It's it, for drug overdoses. Yeah, it's for overdoses. And doctors are coming in saying... Her people say that she had sepsis. It was a bad infection, that the Narcan somehow got her blood pressure back up and saved her. It, it, but isn't Narcan basically like a shot of adrenaline? I don't know the answer. Type of thing. It what it does is it it negates the effects of opiates. Mm -hmm. Um but I don't I don't know about the adrenaline piece, but they said that's not how this works. You know, some people are saying doctors are saying you only give Narcan for one reason. Oh. However, the drug maker came out with a statement. This is how big this thing is. Yeah. And said that in some cases that it can boost the blood pressure enough. Um, you know, maybe if she was feeling really sick and she, if there was pain, maybe she took some opioids. I don't know. I, I have never, in my experience and opinion of Madonna, I've never thought she was a druggie. You know what, though? There's a clip going around right now of her on um, Jimmy, not Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon where he's talking to her about, are you a drinker? Do you this, do you that? She goes, nah, I like opioids. Really? Yes. And it was just like that. And instead of him saying, whoa, wait a minute, that's serious. He goes, <laughs> you're ridiculous. You're so funny. Yeah. Yeah, but that's real and that's out okay. there. Okay. Well, I, I did not know that. So um, maybe that was it. We <laughs> learned this week that it's possible for you to go out in your yard and get stuck in a tortoise hole, <laughs> which is fascinating. I don't. I just, how do we know it was a tortoise hole? Are there lots of torti around that area? <laughs> is that the, is it tortoises or torti? Uh, hey, I don't know. But the deal is where it happened in Arizona, they recognized it as being a tortoise hole because they'll, they'll climb down in a hole to regulate their body temperature. Yeah. They get too hot, they get in a hole. Mm -hmm. So the guy was out there clearing his yard and I don't know what he was doing, but I know what I would have done. If I saw a hole in my yard, I'm definitely going to see what's in there. Go in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get in as far as your shoulders and you're like, oh man, I can't get any further in and I can't back out. So he had to be rescued from the tortoise hole. It's fascinating. I would love, love, love to find a tortoise hole. 
But what if you get down in there and the tortoise is like, hey, get out of my hole and starts like poking your nose. Like, I'm cool, man. You, this is your <laughs> hole. This is your shell. I'm just, I'm just visiting. And then you're stuck and you can't get out. And my friend Mark used to have tortoises. And his thing was whenever we'd do dinner, if there was vegetables left of any kind, oh, yeah. he'd take it and feed it to his tortoises, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Absolutely. And you got a friend with a tortoise. This is a great story. I do. So our friends, Ashley and Anson, that live down in Oak Island, they had, for the longest time, they had Scooter, the tortoise. <laughs> and Scooter lived by himself, and he has a big, a large, enclosed area that he just hangs out in. And they decided Scooter needed a friend, so they got Shortcake. Shortcake, the tortoise. And so <laughs> Shortcake is a girl. And Scooter is a boy, and apparently Scooter's been living by himself for way too long because once Shortcake arrived, Scooter has worn down the back of her shell <laughs> because he mounts her so often. Wow. And that, you know, that shell is tough, man. You would think that would yeah. take that would take years to do that. So, uh, Scooter was making up for lost time. Wow. And poor, poor Shortcake. Poor Shortcake. <laughs> she didn't sign up for that. She can't get a moment's rest. It's like, hey, well, this looks like a nice place. Wait, what's going on? Have you seen the video? Everyone has seen the video of when the turtle is on the shoe. Yeah. And having some fun with the shoe. I oh, wonder, yeah. I wonder that, if that's what the noise that comes out of their backyard every day. Man. I'm going to tell you, those tortoises get into it, don't they? They do. There was another one where the tortoise found a tortoise statue and was making sweet, sweet love to it and making the noises. <laughs> making the noises. Yeah, man. So what have we learned? Don't go out dressed as a tortoise. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> we love to get your phone calls and play them on the podcast. If you ever would love to be part of this, 336-373-0987 is the number. It's been a minute, so let's see what we got on the phone. Ready? Hey, Simon. I called you yesterday about 4th of July music, and I forgot to say, you play everything. It's pretty cool. Uh, and like I said, uh, my father was in the service. My friend was in the service. I was in the service. I knew somebody that got, I was like 12 years old, 11 years old, that killed, got killed in Vietnam, which was a shame because he told me how to play uh I took his job over in a grocery store, which we only had the one. They didn't have the big one. Uh-huh. But uh, I want to say, still, I, I uh, listen to you all the time. And uh, and I love your music. And keep on playing the way you do. And I'll keep on listening. And uh, thank you and all the people there. Love that. Bye now. Very nice. We appreciate that. You know, we do the All-American Weekend for the 4th of July, and you'll hear every version of the Star Spangled Banner, and you'll hear Kate Smith, God Bless America. You'll hear Lee Greenwood, God Bless over the and USA. Over. Yes, definitely. And you know what? In years past, people would call and say, I know it's the 4th of July, but why do you keep playing the Star Spangled Banner? We did not get any of that this year. Oh, good. People were into it this year. All right. It's, you, it's weird how that ebbs and flows, isn't but yeah. It? Isn't it? You know, uh, it was a great fourth. I don't know if you, you were witness to any fireworks. I did. I saw lots of fireworks. Where we were up in Wachaprig, Virginia, it was like top secret, man. Like, are they going to do fireworks or not? Because the fire company in town used to do the fireworks. They stopped doing it because of liability, and mm-hmm. they've said, we don't support any fireworks around yeah. here. We don't want to hear about it if you catch on fire with the fireworks. So nobody knew. And I'm asking around, 
where's the fireworks? When's the fireworks going to be? And nobody knew. Mm-hmm. So then it was Monday the 3rd of July, and huge storm blows up. I mean, a storm so big, cats were coming out from wherever they were hiding. <laughs> okay. I'm not kidding. And then we start seeing people meandering up the street. The town has a population of 200. So if that many people walk by your house, something's going on. Mm-hmm. So my daughter and I get in the car. Wind is blowing like crazy. It's like there's no way they're going to do fireworks. There's no, absolutely no way they're going to do it. About that time, pow, they start up. And these people don't mess around. It's a family. And I think they spend like $25,000 mm-hmm. every year yeah. to do this huge display. But they did it in the storm. And so we literally That's saw wild. a couple explode close to the ground and one like on a house. Oh, no. It was a nice big green one. Ooh. Everything was cool. Everything was fine. But, yeah, I just I couldn't believe they did it. It was so good. Great 4th of July. Yeah, they have a way. It's kind of weird. They have a way to kind of get around it where you can put on a fireworks show, but you, if you advertise it it becomes public and then the fire marshal has to get involved uh. but if you don't if you keep it private then you're kind of at okay. your own risk i got type it. of thing because so, our friends do the same thing on high rock lake nice okay well i didn't know if i was the only person who didn't know that it was going on but apparently so because <laughs> when the fireworks started the cheering crowd was huge it yeah. sounded like a stadium and like, you know there's only a couple hundred people who live there yeah but we were watching, leading up to the 4th, ESPN was doing a marathon of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. <laughs> and we watched like three years worth of oh, that gosh. in a row. So many hot dogs. And you know how they do. They put the bun in the Gatorade and they mash it in their mouth. And then oh. they ate two wieners at a time. And the the one year Kenny, uh, no, what's his name? Chestnut. Joey Chestnut ate... Uh, 74 or something like that i think his record is like 73 73. yeah in 10 minutes Mm -mm. he ate that many hot dogs and then the following year his arm was in a sling that's the year he had to take somebody down to the ground and he only got like 63 and i think that's where he stands now the last Mm -hmm. few years this year he got 63 yeah but we're watching this guy eating dozens and dozens of hot dogs per minute and i'm like damn i want a hot dog (laughs) you didn't have any no not yet I was like, man, I, I could really go for about 50 or 60 hot dogs. Who's with me? <laughs> so we didn't get any for that day, the next day, whatever. We're coming up the road, and we stop at this little gas station grill, and we each, my daughter and I each get a hot dog. Uh-huh. We get back to the house to eat it. She's like, this is too big. She goes in the kitchen and cuts it in half and then cuts it in half again. So she's got a third or a quarter of a hot dog on the bun. Was it a regular-sized hot dog? It was a Nathan's. It was a Nathan's hot dog. And she it was cut t- it in quarters it was too much for her and so i ate mine and i was thinking damn i was watching those guys eat you know 10 hot dogs a minute and i it looked good i could barely finish one hot dog really what's wrong with me i don't know how many hot dogs you can you stretch your stomach <laughs> um i would think i could eat two i used to start with two and be okay you I mean, I, I, any more than that, I would be like, oh, gosh, I'm so full. But I could eat two and be fine. That's how I felt off of one Nathan's. And I remember coming along, you start with two. Yeah. All guys start with two hot dogs. I think even as a kid, we yeah. would have two. Well, those days are gone, man. I don't know. But I, it sure did, it, as disgusting as it is to watch them mashing those buns uh. in their mouth and everything. Oh, and I love that the commentators, they treat it as a real sport. Yeah, it's a real do. league. The commentators, live from the splash zone down front. Ew. Ew. 
<laughs> hey, Gross. Next time you come over for a pool party, leave the Speedo at home. So cringe. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. So cringe. So cringe. He makes me think, though, I wish I could be hypnotized or I wish there was a pill you could take where where I could be that confident to wear a Speedo. Because I could there's no way. Uh. That's like that nightmare of being at school in your underdrawers. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just not in our culture. You know, other countries, they absolutely wear Speedos without thinking twice. But but I know guys who don't care, who will wear the tiniest little shorts and nothing else and just strut around and dance. Like that guy dance. who was on the cruise ship who was joining along with the Zumba class in the tiniest, itty-bittiest weenie bikini he could possibly get to cover up. I wish I had that kind of confidence. I think that's the person that really, really wants to be naked but doesn't want to get arrested. But how do you, I mean, either you, you're you born with that or you're not. Yeah. I don't I think, think you so. can learn There's it. A confidence. Like, like I'm the I'm the almost never naked person. Yeah. Where, <laughs> Me too. Where it's like, I do not like to walk around naked. Don't do and it. And other people, though, are just like, whatever, here exactly. I am. Exactly. It's just like, you know, um, dressing rooms at gyms and stuff and the people who have all that confidence who don't mind strutting around and using their hair dryer in weird places <laughs> that's too much man say that for home i could never ever do it and like i said do you think hypnotism if, if i could get <sighs> deeply hypnotized that maybe one I'm day i'm afraid it would backfire and then you'd be like naked all the time <laughs> the other question is you know even if i could get hypnotized or like on gilligan's island i get hit in the head with a coconut and then all of a sudden i'm okay wearing a speedo yeah nobody wants that well <laughs> it's just being able to have the option having yeah, that kind of freedom I, I do wish that we a lot of us myself included weren't so self-conscious about things mm -hmm. that just you know what we wear if we feel good in it get out there and it doesn't matter yeah. you know if it's small if it's large if it's this if it's right. that well you know there's body dysmorphia that a lot of people have where mm -hmm. they look in the mirror and they see something that's unpleasant that isn't real that other people don't see i have the opposite i look in the mirror and that's great okay well then why don't you wear a speedo because i've seen pictures of myself <laughs> <laughs> well so the pictures the mirror is great but the picture's not exactly mm, how does that work i don't know how that works yeah, the mirror is always playing my game. It's like, hey, what's going on in there? All right, let's go do this. And then somebody takes a picture of me in action. I'm like, oh, God, who is that? <laughs> you know? I won't do a selfie either because they don't look – it doesn't look right. Selfies are difficult. You, They really – I don't like when – just the other day we had some people in here, um, a guest in here, and they wanted to take a picture with me, and they took it real quick, didn't, like, pose it, didn't, didn't hold let it you the approve right it. Thing, did not let me approve it. <laughs> whatever, and they posted it, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. it's awful." I didn't know where to look. I was like, the lighting was bad. I was like, "Yeah, you know, it just." I'm it sure looked, it was great. I don't like it at all. But you're photogenic. I'm sure it was great. Well, I mean, I the, I posted a picture of myself that I love, but that's because I took ten. <laughs> <laughs> we were at our neighbor's birthday party. They had a outdoor. 100-degree thunderstorm birthday party the other oh, day. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> but, you know, I put on my nice linen shirt, and I'm checking my hair, and I'm doing my mirror face, as my daughter says, and I think everything's great. And then we're at the party, and somebody takes a picture of us, and I'm like, what the hell happened? Yeah. What happened between my mirror and this party? Mm -hmm. You know? You go out, you're like, wait a minute. I looked way cuter than that at home. Yeah, what's the deal? 
Which one's true? Don't answer. <laughs> Don't tell me. Hey, Simon, this is for Sean. All right. Hey, Sean, I know you was talking about giving your name up at the Chick-fil-A. Here, I got a good one for you. I'm at Lowe's, and the little girl asked me for my phone number. My wife's standing next to me, and I looked at her, and I said, Girl, you cannot ask me for my phone number right here in front of my wife. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I thought the young lady was going to come unglued on me. She was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> thought you might get a kick out of that one. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Sounds like something Sean would say. I don't love giving my name at the dang drive through I feel like I'm being invaded because drive throughs have always been anonymous. If you pay with cash, yeah. you don't pay with a card. Nobody knows who you are. You're the guy in the black car. But now they come up to you, and you don't even get to read the menu board because they're in there in the dang drive through standing there before you yeah, get to the menu board. Yeah, you're not up to the where the menu is. And like you know, like we said on the air, neither one of us are – I'm not the person that always knows what I want. Right. I don't order the same thing every single time. Exactly. So how is this – there must be some case study or there must have been some research done that says, people want you to walk up to the car at the drive through and ask their name. No. Somehow it gets you through faster, but I don't know how. I don't think it does. Because they, half the time, they tell me to get in the other line while they're working in the first line. The two-line thing also bothers me to drive through. Yeah, it's always confusing. But the asking of the name has almost pushed me over to not go places. Because they do it at the desk, too, like at, at Chick-fil-A and at Biscuitville. They ask for your name, and I never give them my name. Because they used to just give you a number. Mm -hmm. We were anonymous number people. And that's what I like. So they get to say, Scooty, your order's ready, or Popcorn, your order's ready, or Tater Salad, your order's ready, <laughs> or Z Bueller. Zorp was my most recent one. Zorp. And I was like, right off the top of my head, can I get a name for the order? Zorp. Is that Z-O-R-P? Yes. And I didn't know where that came from, just right off the top of my head. It was in an episode of Parks and Rec. There was a suicide cult who was waiting for Zorp to come and take oh. them away. Oh. <laughs> and I okay. didn't remember that at all. But I've decided that the next time I'm going to be Buttcrack Jones Okay. and see if they'll say that. Fanny Bumpus? Fanny Bumpus is a good one. Yeah, well, I mean, anything other than my real name. Why does that bother me so much, I wonder? I don't know. Does it bother you like it bothers me? Not giving my name, but not having a menu, very much so. Huh. Sounds like I might have issues. <laughs> no. Hey, Sam. I'm a grandparent, too, uh -huh. but we got lives. I'm not keeping the grandkids every day. <laughs> That's, we were talking about a story where a couple asked the grandparents to take care of the baby, and the grandfather came back with a spreadsheet and the cost of that daycare. Yeah, because they wanted them to keep them keep the baby every day while they were at work. Which grandparents that I know absolutely live for that and love that and want that opportunity every single day mine yeah my my in-laws would love that they would welcome that and they they did it when my kid was doing the uh the at-home school the zoom school or whatever mm -hmm. they they had her every I single also day i think it's a little different in today's modern society because grandparents are younger and more active and now there is that and they have their own things to do yeah but this this couple these these grandparents wanted four hundred dollars a week which I do think is high. That is, they might as well go to a daycare for that price. And a hundred dollars if it's a weekend, and that's over. It was twenty six thousand dollars a year if they did uh, it every week yeah, all the time. That's uh, it's nuts. I don't think you should just presume that 
your parents are going to do it for free. Yes, you should. I I don't, or at least at the very least, give them you know offer something, offer you oh. know, hey, I'll pay for your lunch every day, or you know, some offer up something. They don't have to take it, but don't just presume they're going to do it for free. But yes, they think that price is a little high. Yes, you should presume they're going to do it for. That is grandparents. You wait. That's the best thing that you wait happens. till your grandparent, and it's like every free moment you have, your daughter's like, "Here, keep the kid. Here, keep the kid. I'd love it. Here, keep the kid. I'd love it. You think that? I do think that because I would teach it stuff. <laughs> okay, she's not gonna let you keep her kid. Send that kid home with some knowledge. <laughs> hey, look, here's a here's a little knife. Put that in your shoe. Don't yeah. let your mom see it. Always have a pocket knife on you, kid. <laughs> You're going to want one in your shoe, one in your pocket, one in your bag, and one in your car. All right? Here it's, they are. Here's where you hide stuff. Don't tell your mom. No, I, I do think that that's ridiculous. Every grandparent I know would be like, please let me have the kid more. They don't want money for that. Uh, I just, uh, is assuming every single day, I think, is a lot. Mm, I don't think so. I really don't think so. And I can't wait to have grandkids. Spoil them ruin them and then send them home you think but then your kid's like no no you're keeping her every day that's you don't right. get to send them home that's well you still get your eating it's hopefully mm, you think <laughs> i'm running late hey. sorry not gonna be hey, there till simon. 10. hey simon <clears throat> i called earlier about a song that has been driving me crazy i can't find the name for it <laughs> <clears throat> my name is bill travers i'm calling from ashboro uh, I keep thinking they're saying Mary, Mary, or all that we know is all we know. Can you hear oh, how exasperated yeah. he is? He's, he's sing-songy in he, his... Well, in he's, his, you can tell. he's ready. He needs the song. He needs it right now. He's over it. All we know is all we know, or something like that toward the end. Anyway, please give me a call. Let me know the name of the song so I can bring it up on YouTube. Anyway, uh, my phone number is 336-26. I would appreciate it if you gave me a call. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Wow, he hates me. He is so mad at that song. Well, he needs he needs an answer. So the Mary Mary part threw me off, but then when he got to the all we are is all we are or whatever, it's, it's Nirvana, right? All apologies by Nirvana. I knew it right away when he said the Mary part. And so I called him, and of course he didn't answer. No. I wanted that satisfaction of oh, hearing his relief. Yes, that's it. Although he could have been just so furious, you know, he, he might not even be around anymore. <laughs> he lost his mind. <laughs> but I love, love when people call up wanting to know what a song is. And usually they're blown away when they get a call back. Yeah. And I, I love when we can answer. Like that used to be my fun skill when I worked in a record store and somebody would come in. And they'd be like, I'm looking for this song. Yeah. And they would say some words or they'd be, it, again, with my, one I remember specifically was Nirvana, uh -huh. where they came in and it's like, na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na. Uh -huh. like, yeah. Oh, got that. Boom. And you feel like you're so smart. You remember my hilarious joke when people call up asking about a song? What? All right. Describe a song. Ask me what song is it and give me a little bit of it. Um, there, There's a song and it's a guy singing it uh -huh. and it's... Kind of slow, kind of fast, uh -huh. and it's about love, but no, you got to give me some words. Not about love. You got to give me some words. <laughs> now that's what people usually say when they. I know. Can you sing it? No, uh, no, can't no. sing it. Has to do with um, you're my baby, 
and um, a baby was born. Uh huh. And no, you have to give me a real there's song. Some, there's some na 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 na's in it. Okay. I think you just made that up. No, I didn't. There's na na's in a song about a baby being yeah. born. You were born to be my oh. baby. Oh, hold on, hold on. Does it go? You were born to be my baby. I was born to be your man. Yes, that's I've, it. I've never heard it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long way to get to that joke. Come on. Sorry. No, it's not your fault. I know. I, 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 I was going a different route because we do get that all the time where it's like, it's a guy singing and it's kind of slow, it's kind of fast. And he says something about love and about, yeah. but it's not about love. And, and it and might have been woman. And it and it kind of rocks, but it's not a rock song. It's It's a dance song and it rocks. And it's a woman <laughs> singing it, but it's a man. That that joke though about you know s- telling you all the lyrics and then saying I never heard it. It's based on a Three Stooges bit from Sing a Song of Six Pants, as you remember. Six pants. Six pants. They're tailors. <laughs> of course. And uh, Teddy Harvin, a criminal, comes into their tailor shop and pretends to be a mannequin, as you remember. And they take the coat off of him, and in the coat is a little piece of paper with the combination to a safe on it, Oh, as you know. Mm. So they mm. take the coat, Teddy Harvin leaves, he comes back, and he says, where's that paper? And Mo go, I mean, Shemp goes, you mean a little piece of paper with numbers on it and the letters L-R-L-R-L-R-L? And Teddy goes, yeah. And Shemp goes, I never saw it. That was a long way to go for that, too. See? Love it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Simon, did you hear that Peepaw got really sick the other day? She had to go to the, I see you. All right. Come on. We had that. That's a good one, man. Look, I appreciate the effort. He got right to it. I do. Yeah. Well, hey, Simon, Wedding Wild ain't having any fireworks. What are we going to do? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Wet and Wild not having fireworks? Wonder what they did do. Don't worry, sir. I saw some great ones. I did, too. <laughs> Don't worry. Our Lots fourth was people. great. Lots of people saw some good ones. Hey, Simon, play that music that don't cost so much. It, what did he say? That music that don't cost so much? I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. we got to try that again. Hey, Simon, play that music that don't cost so much. Don't call so much? What the hell is he talking about? I'm going to take it slow. Hey, Simon, play that music that don't cost so much. Huh. Don't cost so much. Is it free music? All right, sir. You, there's no charge for you today. Listen all you like. No charge today only. Hey, Simon. I just, just wondering, is Matt Francola like full-time in the morning now? Because I really like Matt. I follow him a couple stations he's been on. And, uh, I really like to uh, listen to him in the mornings. Thanks. Oh, that's great. Um, Well, so... people don't know what that's about. There's a guy who's been in this market on the radio for years and years and years at several stations. And his name is Matt Pincola, and he's not on the air right now. Maddie was filling in when I was out doing the the main part of the show or whatever, hosting with Charlie. Yeah. And he was saying that he was Matt, and so this guy just assumed just assumed it was Matt Pincola. Isn't that fun? Um, Maddie, which is a nickname for Matt. Yeah. Has been on this show for a good ten years. Oh yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, look, there's somebody but new. That's new. Just keep listening. Just keep thinking it's Matt Pincola. It'll be great. Yeah, and you know, it's the same thing. I don't know where Matt Pincola is right now. He's not doing anything at the moment, I don't think. I think last I saw on his Facebook, he was on vacation. So don't forget, 
Call us anytime, 336-373-0987, so you can be part of the podcast. I've got a catfish after me. Yes, and I it, heard. It's weird. I got a message from a lady, and I don't go looking for that. You know, I'm not interested in that. No, you don't have to be. And, you know, it started out, hey, do we know each other? And I wrote her back. I said, look, don't be offended. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember sending you a, f- a friend request or anything. And she wrote back, said, okay, no problem. So I was like, okay, that's the end of that. Interesting. Of course, you get a message from somebody, you look at their profile. Yes. This is beautiful blonde who is from Paris, who works in Miami and uh, worked at Chanel and works for the, what is it, Philippe? How do you say that one? Philippe Plian? I don't know how you say it. But apparently that's where she works now. She's a, des- a designer, a fashion uh-huh. designer. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, isn't that interesting? Next thing you know, I get another message. Hey, good morning. Go out there and meet your challenges. It's going to be a great day. And I was like, cool, thanks. I'm doing it. Then she comes back with, I can talk today at 1 Miami time because that's my lunch break. And I was like, sorry, busy all day. And she messaged me again today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and She is a he named Bruno. <laughs> From somewhere in South America. Yeah, maybe. And she's trying to steal your iTunes gift cards. Isn't that great? Come on, dude. You know I don't believe it. People like that don't even really exist, much less would they be sending you messages. Exactly. Sorry. And when I'm going through looking at the profile, I'm I'm doing what you're thinking. I'm I'm detectiving on it. I'm like, okay, this is a picture of She's at Cannes, you know, with a glass of champagne at, at the film festival. Yeah. She's only doing really, really ritzy, fancy things. Yeah, and and messaging me. And nothing nothing like just normal pictures no. of her friends no. and family and da-da-da. It's all very, very... Yeah. There was one with a cat getting on a motorcycle. It was pretty cool. But um, <laughs> That's not her cat. So on the picture, uh, it had like... 20 likes and you would think this is a world famous fashion designer there should be 5,000 yeah. likes on this thing so I clicked to see the the lineup of the people who liked it it's all old frizzy hair granddads and yeah you know oh. fatties and that, uglies does that feel good you know I was like well I'm not in there I'm not friends with this person I don't know how they found me I don't know what it is but, but you know it does make you feel good you're getting attention does it? No, I'm the, our target audience. Look, any attention is good attention. Not when they're trying to steal all your iTunes gift cards. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to flip it. If I do respond ever again, I'm going to do my standard routine when people send me an Instagram thing and it's obviously a fake. I respond with, I need gift card. <laughs> so we'll see if I get any gift cards out of it. Oh, hey, that'd be a bonus. Got that going for me, which is nice. Listen, take care of yourself. We'll check you next week. I guess uh, Mission Impossible this weekend? I believe so. And then Barbie and the next Barbie's weekend? Barbie's next weekend, Jeez. the 21st. All right, so we got a lot to talk about in the next couple of weeks. Join us on the podcast anytime at 336-373-0987. Wanted to say it a little slower so you could jot that down in your notes. Listen to us on the radio at 987simon.com. Got Bet You Won't Play It Friday coming in a couple of days. What's your final thought, Charlie? Um, At the hot dog eating contest, the splash zone is not where you want to (laughs) be. Next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.